Hello. Yes, you hear me now? Oh, so, now that we're connected. How are you? I am good. Today felt like forever, um, which was surprising to me because I was doing my notes for today and I just was like writing and writing and writing. And then I was like, huh, I feel like it, two hours should have flown by by now. And it literally had only been like 45 minutes. And I was like, I really? hate when that happens and you're like, oh, I must be almost done. And then you look and it's like 1045. Exactly. I was just like, oh, my God. I still I don't, have six more hours. <laughs> I don't even work a regular job anymore. I work, like, different times, like, like a random schedule now because I, like, work at a grocery store. So, I don't know. So it's they different. Just, like, basically, it changes every week? Yeah, literally every week. I never know when I'm going to work. It can literally be, like, like, two weeks ago, I had to work overnight. And I'm like, I go to bed at 10 p.m. Like, this is not going to be fun for anyone Ooh. involved. What did you have to do overnight? I was counting things. I was like inventory, which was oh. kind of fun because I was just like kind of singing to myself and like we were all separated by like half the store because of social distancing. So I was just like right alone in the store, just kind of hanging out. It was fine until I got yeah. tired. Right. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> imagine, dude. But well, I was going to say then you have the full day the next day. But uh, I guess if you're sleeping, then. Yeah, I know. No, I was asleep. I feel that. I feel that. Mm hmm. So has anything oh, new man. come up from yesterday since we recorded last episode yesterday? Literally, since this is one, literally 24 hours ago, we recorded the other episode. Um, No, nothing on my end. Um, I just know I'm super excited. Not that I didn't enjoy yesterday's video or audio, um, but I just feel like this one, I was way more excited doing these notes personally. I am so excited except it gets kind of like creepy and i'm like oh i don't i don't like this <laughs> i'm i'm here for the creepiness i mean it's it's still spooky season so yes it give is. Them this all the spooky feels. definitely spooky and i'm so excited for the twist at the end my mind is totally blown okay and okay okay but when you texted me about that i was like oh what could that be so now i'm intrigued and i cannot wait i love a good plot twist oh my it's gosh such a plot twist that like I wholeheartedly believe it. Like, yeah, it's a conspiracy, but, like, this is one that I, like, put my whole, like, essence behind. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that's how I know it's, like, intense. Okay, got it. Yes. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm so oh, excited for gosh. yours because I also have a very, very strong theory. And I think okay. we share Same the theory. Girl. Yeah. Same girl. Okay, mm -hmm. to be fair, I remember we talked yesterday and we were like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to – because I know these can get all down a bunch of rabbit holes. And I was like – we're going to keep this concise to the point. And I'm like sitting here and I'm like, theory number seven. Okay, maybe I need to trim that up a little bit because some of those I'm like, oh, there's no way. Well, uh, for example, the only the reason we have is just out of this world. It does not make it? sense at all. Is it that Katie? Yeah. Never mind. We'll get to it. But yes. Yes? Yes. I full on believe that too. Oh my gosh. Well, it was also, I'll, I'll cover it when I get there. But anyway. Well, the only um, reason we had to be, like, quick is because I had friends coming over to watch The Bachelor, but now Mitch is going to be here, so I can just, like, send her down there. Like, <laughs> I'll be that. like, I'll be down in a bit. Bye. We love the support. We love it. She loves The Bachelor. Ten. Just kidding. She doesn't love The Bachelor. I love The Bachelor. See, I've never watched it, um, but I do see all my friends tweet about it, so I, it apparently has a huge fan base, so I don't know it's, what the hype oh, is. Oh, good. I mean, it's so Speaking bad. Speaking of, so good. like reality contest shows did you watch the circle no wait is that the one where they're all like catfishing each other 
Yes. Yeah, I've heard of it. I had a roommate a couple years ago who was super into reality shows and they were always on and she was telling me about this one. Yeah, girl, that's a good one. I will give it that. Woo, that was good. I need to watch it. If anyone out there- I wish I could. Can I have like an announcement to like everyone listening? Go ahead, PSA. Let me on Survivor. I have been trying for so long. Like my entire life, I had Survivor-themed birthday parties. Like, I want to go on Survivor. I've applied so many times. Somebody help me. LOL. Kale has Survivor-themed birthday parties. Ashlyn has Tinkerbell. Cool. Oh, you did? Got it. Well, you're little, like yes, Tinkerbell. Ma'am. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you know I'm still too short to be, like, if I worked for Disney, I don't even meet the height requirement for Tinkerbell. Really? Yeah. I think Tinkerbell oh, cool. has to be at least, like, 5'2". Really? Yeah. What's the tallest you can be and be a princess? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on the princess because each one has different requirements. Which, hmm. oh, girl, that's another noted, noted. Disney I'm down. conspiracies. Yes. There's yes, some rough girl. ones out there. Shoo, I love it. I love my favorite it. One, I love all things Disney. My favorite one of the Disney on Ice isn't really a conspiracy, but in my head it is that they made Disney on Ice so that when people Googled Disney on Ice, the frozen head situation would come up. Oh my God, oh my God. But, yes. But then people were still finding Disney's frozen head, so they made Disney Frozen. So when you look up Disney Frozen, now the movie comes out. Oh my God. Okay, you're on to something. I you're don't something. think I am, but <laughs> I'm going to pretend think you are. I am. It adds up. It, it adds, adds up. up. Two Makes plus sense. two is four. Yes. Sure does. Sure, sure be. Oh my gosh. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyone out there listening, Kel, 10 out of 10, wholeheartedly deserves to be on Survivor. This Me? girl is wild. I was a freaking creeping on her Instagram today because I was <laughs> bored at work. And I was just like, whoa, I made, I just, I gathered two things about you. One, you weren't lying when you said you used to have a really, 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 really long hair. Oh yeah. Um, Don't get which, by the way, was a look. <laughs> I mean, it was cute. It was cute. I bet your head feels way lighter now. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I like man. it better this way. Do you? That's yeah. Good. Oh, man. I've never had my hair that long, so I can't attest to the difference. But your hair's and then like I also good gathered. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I just got side bangs. <laughs> Some friends. Um, Wait, what's the other yes, thing? Yes, ma'am. I'm nervous. Oh. Oh, yeah. First off, maybe I'm just weak. And this wasn't my second thing. My other thing was that you're just super, like, in shape and love to run, obviously, which I didn't realize until I kept seeing all these Iron Man posts. And I was I like, I love to right. run. I know you do. But, like, I was like, am I just really weak? Because I could not imagine holding a bike over my head. <laughs> um, I was like, whoa. Okay. My bike is, like, I think, like, 10 pounds. My bike is super light. Okay, because I was like, if that's like a very bulky bike, I'm just going to crush underneath it. Like, no, I can't lift that up. super light. Like, I can lift it with one hand if I didn't want to drop it. I keep it oh, in my bedroom okay. because it's like worth more than my entire life. Like, I love that thing. It's my child. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. I haven't ridden a bike in so long. I have five and a half bikes. Okay. The half is, is that including your unicycle? That's the half. Love it. <laughs> I did see that on your Instagram, and I was like, cool, she wasn't lying about that either. 10 out of 10, we yeah. love someone that doesn't catfish. <laughs> Why would I catfish? I don't know. There are people out there. Look, they made a whole show about it. Catfish, catfish the movie, and now the circle. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. I was going to say, your Instagram aesthetic is just, or, like, it's so aesthetic. Like, everything you post is, like, curated with the thing before it and then, like, the thing after it. 
What? Oh my gosh, Like, you, like, girl, think ahead. No. It's, yeah, everything on your Instagram, it looks like a Pinterest board. <laughs> wow, you're literally inflating my head right now because, <laughs> wow, my goal of Instagram is to be like my friend Dia. I mean, her Instagram is just to the nines, girl. Like, is same it? filter. Yeah, same filter. It's all aesthetically pleasing. I mean, you want to talk about someone doing it for the gram? My girl Dia, she will knock it out every time. The, pi- the pumpkin patch picture. The pumpkin oh, patch picture. Yep, that's her. She's tried out. Low oh, I'm tried out. Yes, she is amazing. But yeah, she We're was like, sisters. Ashlyn, let's go to the pumpkin patch and get pictures for the gram. And I was like, all right, obviously, I'm going to say yes. So, courtesy right. of her. Yeah, those are um, cute. And she she is not afraid to flag down a stranger either. She's like, hey, will you take our picture? And I'm like, oh, my God, you're going to make these people take a picture of us getting in a wheelbarrow. I'm going <laughs> to shoot <Yeah>. myself. <laughs> but yeah, they turned out good. But oh, my gosh, thank you. That That makes me so happy. <laughs> Also, your TikTok. No, I definitely looked through your TikTok. My TikTok is so lame. It's literally Dance Moms. I love Dance Moms. I love Dance Moms. Do you really? I do. I mean, like, I haven't watched it in a long time. I don't even know if I finished it, but I love, like, all the quotes and stuff that are on um, TikTok. And I love everything JoJo says, like, as a kid. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's literally my freaking bio on Twitter. Well, if you yell at me, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, I so, saw that. That's on your Instagram, too. Yes. Ooh, I love it. Also, I aspire shout to out. Be... Oh, shout out. Yeah, shout out to your dad. I'm assuming Why? he's Keith. Is his That's name Keith? Keith? Yeah. Yeah, he just liked all of our pictures on Instagram oh, on our thanks. Get Out or Here. Home. Dad. He's at work. He's doing that at work. Love that for him. I mean, <laughs> he he, it shows his priorities. So, I mean, I'm here for it. Also, I know. he looks like the nicest human ever. He is nice, except he's liking all of those pictures at work right now. I'm going to call him out on that. <laughs> he does that oh, on my TikTok, man. too. Like, I'll, like, have a notification that I got, like, 20 likes. and It'll just be my dad, my dad, my dad, my dad. He's like, just making sure I didn't miss anything. Got to make sure the content's up to date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Do you want to so get into you're these? Going, yeah, you're going first, right? Yeah. All right. Let's All get into right. these horrible murderers. So, I love it. So I am covering the Servant Girl Annihilator. And he is a Austin serial killer from the 1800s. So right when Austin, Texas was becoming a town, um, which I think is pretty cool because not to like tell everyone where I live, but I live downtown Austin. Um, like a million <laughs> people live downtown Austin. So you can't find me still, but I live right downtown Austin and like, all the places that these bodies are found are, like, right where – I walk there every day. Like, one of them was found where the library is now, and I went there to vote today. So, like, everywhere Ooh. that these murders happen, I walk right past every single day, which I think is pretty cool and kind of creepy cool at the and same spooky. time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least they happened in the 1800s, but, okay, true. you know. True, true, true. Um, so, imagine Austin in the 1800s. It was dusty and it was boring, except for the murderer <laughs> who was attacking the young girls and women in their beds at night. A short story author named O. Henry described the town in a letter. He said, the town is fearfully dull. He wrote this in May 1885 to his friend Dave Hall. Except for the frequent raids of the servant girl annihilator who make things lively during that dead hours of the night. And this is where the servant girl annihilator got his name. It's from this letter that uh, O. Henry wrote. And he was America's first serial killer. Oh, America's first. Okay. I think a lot of them claim to be like America's first or Texas's first, but I think this is the first. I'm going to go with it because I think it's cool. I mean, 
yeah, we'll roll with it. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's just jump right into his timeline and his victims. His first victim was December 30th, 1884. Her name was Molly Smith, on her, and it was in her home on Pecan Street, which is now known as 6th Street, and it was down on 36th, which is where, if you think of going out at night at Austin, that's where everyone goes. They close down the streets, and it's a big party every night. Um, but that's where she oh. lived. She was 25 years old, and she was a servant cook. She was attacked in her sleep with an axe to the head, an axe to her chest, oh. arms, and legs. She was dragged wow. out into the snow to be discovered, and... I'm saying some pretty bad stuff because I want to show just how, like, gruesome these murders were. But she was found in so much blood, she was floating. Wow. Okay. Like, okay, all of her I'm blood. Getting... Wow. Yeah. He really yeah. went for it. He there was no regrets. For it. No, he, it was yeah. an act. It was, it was rough. So only a couple months later, May 7th, 1885, the second victim, Eliza Shelley, she was about 30 years old and was also a servant cook for the family of Dr. Lucian Johnson. She was attacked in her home, in her sleep, in her bed. Her head was left completely split from an axe, and she had her three Ooh. young children living with her. I don't think the children were harmed this time. But yeah, they just keep getting worse and wow. worse and creepy and bad. The third was only, I think, another couple months later, on May 23rd, 1885, there was also a servant. Her name was Irene Cross. A reporter on the scene after her attack stated that it looked like she had been scalped. She was 33 oh. and also attacked in her bed. This is giving me, like, Saw vibes, but without it's, the puzzles. Yeah, it's rough. Like, everything he does, like, it gets a little bit worse. Um, Then we're going to... There's a reason I'm describing how bad these things are. I'm ready for it. Next was Clara Dick, which is a sad name. Um, and the location, <laughs> the location is exactly Ooh. where the haunted Driscoll Hotel is. Um, okay. Downtown Austin, which I have stayed at. Oh, at the same, that's going to be another time. You're going to have to talk about that. Oh, I will. I definitely okay. went around that place. I brought my pendulum and everything. <laughs> Good. Perfect. Um, at the exact same time, a servant named Rebecca Ramey was attacked and wounded but she survived. Her 11-year-old daughter, Mary, was raped and killed. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. no. I know. The next two attacked uh, changed his MO a little bit because it was a woman and a man. Gracie Vance and her boyfriend, Orange Washington, which is an awesome name. They were that sleeping. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> they were sleeping in their quarters in the same bed when the Annihilator attacked. Orange Washington was killed in bed. Gracie was dragged outside where she was raped and later murdered. And I hate what I'm about to say here, but according to papers, his head was beaten to jelly. Darn, boy. I mean, this man has, wow, has he's some pent-up anger. He's got something against women, and again, we're going to get into it. Oh, um, my gosh. This is the last awful murder I'm going to talk about. And his last one, it was a double hitter on Christmas Eve, 1885. The first person he went to that night was Sue Hancock, who was described as the most refined ladies in Austin and an incomparable beauty. And I looked them up and they're not that cute. Like they're just like 1800s oh. ladies. Wow. Imagine. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm the most attractive lady in Austin. Girl, you literally. <laughs> yeah. To who though? To yeah. who? That's to who you? I need to know. Yes. Well, Sue Han Hancock, the first lady, um, was found in her backyard, which is now the Four Seasons, which I go to a lot. She was rushed inside by her husband, and he cared for her for three days before she died on December 28th. Her injuries Aww. were so severe, and I'm going to apologize to my girlfriend who's going to hate me for saying this. Her eyes were knocked clean out of her head. 
Oh, so they were just sockets? Yep. She had, a, she had a thin implement inserted into her brain. And I just want to know how she was not dead. Right. That's a, she, that's, that is some will to live, girl. Yeah, she I mean, three days. I would have just been like, end me right here, right now. I know. I'd be like, one more. Come on. I'm done here. Come on. You got it in you. I know. Just an hour later, a little bit across town, Eula, E-U-L-A Phillips, who was also known as one of the prettiest women in Austin. I feel like these two women didn't love each other. Um, was, <laughs> <laughs> was found dead in her backyard, which is where the Austin Central Library is now located. And okay. um, between the Four Seasons and the Central Library, like those are two places I hang out all the time. Like the walk is maybe 15 minutes. Like it's so close together. Also, that's where I was today. Um, her husband. Ooh, fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. I voted there. Um, Jimmy Phillips, her husband, sustained severe wounds in the attack. Her husband was in his home when his head was smashed with an axe. He was still alive. Eula was outside in a valley. She had died, and she was raped. Her head was caved in from the axe. Um, mm. And that's all that we know about the serving girl annihilator. Each of these was horrible. You could tell the MO was, like, changing as we went. That Each one got worse and worse and worse. The MO seemed to, like... At first, they thought it was racially motivated because the first were servant women, and they were all black women. Um, but then he went on to um, attack husbands of the women and... Uh, rich white women and it just seemed like his mo was all over the place he wanted um, to spice it up yeah he was spicing it up he was getting tired of it he used it. all different kinds of weapons from knives to axes to blunt objects to anything he could to attack these women and i guess the question is is this his only murders uh could that have been the first in 1885 it doesn't seem like it because they're just so bad and usually like you know, people progress into these horrible things, but this guy just seemed to have come on the scene, murder, 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 and then stop. Right. Like, back then, I guess, like, people could just travel around and, like, murder and then skip out, you know? Like, H.H. Holmes. Yeah, like, just no go big around deal. And, Yeah, like, you could just leave and no one would know where you went because, like, what are they going to do? Like, Google you? Exactly. Okay, so just, like, a little look at his M.O., He's clearly getting more comfortable and more brutal as the time goes on. He does it outside, bright, moonlit nights. He's just going for it. He originally started with the all-black servants, but then as he moved on to white women, his attacks got even more brutal with the head caved in, and I don't, I, I don't like it. <laughs> um, and the eye sockets and all that. All the bad stuff. Yeah. They were usually struck in the head with an axe. Uh, so hard that the head was split in two. They were always punctured with sharp things, and they were often punctured in the ear or the abdomen post-mortem and they were always the not ear. always but usually raped yeah i know it's just ugh. this man for real um the question is was he starting with the more vulnerable servant girls to get comfortable to move up to the rich white women um was it just of opportunity like they're not sure um he really seemed to hate women like you don't kill a woman like this just because like you have to have like this deep-seated hate for women Right. Somewhere in you. Um, like I wrote I'm getting incel vibes, like big, big incel vibes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. So he's just hate, like full hate. That um, is some big little wee wee energy. Yes. Big little wee wee energy. Correct. <laughs> Which <laughs> we'll come back to this. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Not in those words, but I'll add those words. I like them. <laughs> okay, good. But it's, as suddenly as, like, these horrible crimes started, they just stopped. 
And this didn't make Austin feel any better because like, why would they have just stopped? Where is this guy? Nobody was caught. Over 400 suspects were looked at and the husbands of the last two women, uh, the ones on uh, Christmas Eve, they were accused and sent to trial, but neither was found guilty. The forensics actually show today that Orange Washington, at least, couldn't have been guilty because the blow to the back of his head was impossible to be self-inflicted. Like the way, like the way it was, he couldn't have hit himself that hard in the head physically. Mm-hmm. So he definitely, definitely, someone struck him in the head with an axe. Right. Um, they think that this like hasty need to accuse someone was the mayor's need to calm the city to be reelected, which he was. But I still don't buy it. And now it's going to get a little bit weird. So, like, this murderer was never caught, but I'm going to move forward wholeheartedly on a single theory that, like I said, it's a conspiracy that I back up 10,000%. Okay. Okay. So, okay. One, on of the most, one of the most likely suspects was um, a melee cook at a hotel called the Pearl House in Austin on Congress Avenue. And Congress is the one, um, another one that you think, like, oh, the bats, you know, downtown Austin, Congress. Um, they had okay. a hotel where they had a cook, and his name was Maurice. Um, Maurice, have, got it. They don't know a lot about Maurice, but he was a cook, and uh, he worked there for not long, but he was like a traveling cook, so he ended up there. Um, the Pearl House had a connection to all the victims of the Annihilator. It's a hotel, so that doesn't that's not super surprising, um, but he would have had contact with all these women. He would have like known who these women were. Um and the first servant girls to be killed were also cooks like he was. Um, okay. There's almost no information about this guy. We don't even know his last name. All we know is that he was a cook. We also know he told coworkers after he was already being secretly observed as a suspect that he was leaving for London for a fresh start. He took a ship from <laughs> Austin to New Orleans and then eventually on to London where he lived in the Whitechapel district, district of London. Um, so he didn't know that people were already on to him about this, but they were, they were watching him. He was definitely a suspect to the police. No one, no one let him know, but it is strange that police were already looking at him when he decided to just skip town, which, okay, not cute. Makes you look a little bit sketchy, dude. You look sus. Yeah. Yeah. You look sus. Later in London, uh, he was talking to a man named George. Um, the man said he was a melee cook named Alaska, which is a word, which is a melee word for sailor, Lascar. He said that he had been robbed by a woman of bad character. And unless he found the woman and recovered the money, he would murder and mutilate every Whitechapel woman he met. And then he showed George a knife. And this man, it's not 100% confirmed that this is Maurice, the Malaysian cook, but... But but he is, you know. But it's like, fact. Okay. We can never be a thousand percent sure, but I'm a thousand percent sure, you know. Got it. Yeah. Does he remind you of anyone in London in 1888? Mm, I think that's a trick question, is it not? It is. Okay. Just, I'm not even going to make myself sound stupid. You go ahead and let it out. What's the answer? They think he was Jack the Ripper. Boy, I was going to say that. Yep, that is my twist, is that they think this guy is Jack the Ripper. You, They think that he's moved and is now Jack the Ripper. Well, we know Maurice the Cook, who was accused of being the Servant Girl Annihilator, dipped out right. of Austin, and as soon as he did, mm-hmm. the Servant Girl Annihilator murder stopped. As soon as he got to London, they began. Girl, yes. So what I'm hearing is you wholeheartedly, single-handedly solved the Jack the Ripper. I totally believe it. And there's going to be a little bit more evidence tying him to the case, too. Okay. 
Um, here's just some evidence for it, uh, in case that's not enough, but there's a little bit more. There was just enough time for Maurice to flee Texas and get to England on a boat and enough time for him to establish himself. He fled in early 1886, and Jack the Ripper began in 1888, which is when my sorority was founded. Oh, go try Del. <laughs> try Del. Delta, Delta, Delta. Can we stab you, stab you, stab you? Um, Hello, L. Never mind. <laughs> Their MO was similar, but progressed. So Jack the Ripper's crimes were so gross, with organs being removed and throats slashed. Like, these couldn't be Jack the Ripper's first victims either. Um, right. They were both so bloody, so horrible, that they kind of showed the same type of crime, which is tearing these women apart. And both of them had just, like, pure hate for women. Um, they just had something in them that wanted to kill women. Um, right. Austin was a much smaller community, so carrying axes around Austin wouldn't arise suspicion here. And that's what the Serving Girl Annihilator usually used. But in London, you can just carry around an axe, which is why they think maybe the difference in weapon choice would be easier to carry around downtown London. Mm -hmm. um, here's a Reddit quote that I liked. Uh, it says, the crimes weren't entirely similar to Jack the Ripper, but it's connected because it had the same level of raw anger. Whoever he was, he was trying to totally destroy those girls and everything that they were. So just... Mm. They had the same mindset, just slightly different execution. Same um, big little wee-wee energy. Yeah, big little wee-wee energy. Got it. The people who, like, think of Jack the Ripper, they like to think of him as, like, a suave, like, well-spoken man. Um, the like way Ted he, like, Bundy? Yeah, like Ted Bundy. Okay. But they don't really have, like, a reason to think that other than the cuts that were so precise. They're like, he could be a surgeon, he could be a doctor, he knows his way around a body. but. Whoever Jack the Ripper was, he definitely knew how to use a blade, but he wasn't clean cut like a surgeon. It was more hacked like a cook. Right. I was about to say like a butcher or someone that does with like animal meat. Okay. Like a cook. Yup. Yup. In 1888, the cook ended up sailing away again, which is when uh, Jack the Ripper ended. After 1888. Uh -uh. Mm -hmm, after 1888, uh. the murders from Jack the Ripper suddenly stopped. Jack the Ripper was only responsible for, I think, five i might cover this at some point but i think five people in the span of a couple of months like even though he's so notorious he wasn't super he didn't have a high body count okay um so after 1888 the murders from jack the ripper suddenly stopped and similar serial murders of women started happening in port towns along major trade routes routes in nicaragua tunis is that how you say that country t-u-n-i-s and jamaica that's how i would say it yeah yeah Maybe a man who lives on a ship. Like a cook who is on a ship. Right. Um, I don't think the murders would just stop. Like, since they seem to follow where this man is, I feel like maybe they follow him. Because someone who does these murders isn't just one day over it, you know? And they don't just pick up out of nowhere. Exactly. There's, right. like, a slow progression. And the only reason that they stop, I don't think they would ever stop until they're dead or in jail. It doesn't yeah. seem like he would just get bored. Right. Apparently, yeah. that's not an issue. Yeah, there's there's no way he didn't just continue to kill until he was gone or dead. So that's my theory, is that um, the Servant Girl Annihilator in Austin is Jack the Ripper. That is a pretty freaking solid theory. I'm not even going to lie about it. Also, can we talk about the fact that for some reason in my little tiny pea brain... I thought Jack the Ripper was super, like, I don't want to say current, but not 1800s. Yeah, 1888. 
I 100% thought it happened in like the 1900s, but look at me. You'll learn something <laughs> new. I, for some reason, I thought it was like way before that. Like I thought he was like, I don't know, Stone Age. I mean, I know he wasn't, but <laughs> I don't know why I, I we thought are, that. We were both thinking the wrong thing is what I'm Just hearing. Just take it and meet in the middle. Exactly. That's that's essentially what we just did. So good. No, that was <laughs> my, really good. Look my dog at you solving murder. Me. I know. Aww. I've solved lots of murders. Just kidding. We'll get into but it. But really, though. <laughs> no, but, but really, I really though. think this is a solid theory. I think it is too. I mean, like you said, you don't just stop cold turkey. And yeah, it and happens to follow you wherever you go. Like, talk about coincidence. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. Especially twice, where he left Austin, started up, left London, started up. Yeah. No, that just don't make sense. Just, and also, mm-hmm. you don't just start murdering. Like, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow wanting to murder. Like, people who murder have been, like, torturing animals and then, like, starting exactly. fires. Like, it's a slow progression. Correct. You don't just one day decide to, what was his first victim? Make a girl float in blood. Like, that's Correct. Yes. pretty You're late right. game. You've obviously been uh, thinking about it, is what he would be doing. Yeah. Oh, man. Yikes. Okay, Dan. All right, Miss Kale, the investigator of the year. All right. I'm wow. so excited for yours. Let's solve another murder. Oh, my gosh. Well, you already know we've been solved this one, even though yeah. the news says otherwise. But anyway, that's not We already business. know who did it. We do. So, it was a servant girl and I later. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Plot twist it was. Um, But anyway, um, today I am covering one of my favorite, quote unquote, unsolved, which we already know it is solved for a lot of people, but unsolved murders. And that is of my girl, John Benet Ramsey. Yes. So love her. Um, Shout out to John Benet. Not that she got murdered, but I did make a 100 on my informative speech in college on her. So really? thank you, girl. Yeah, sure did. Um, okay, so let's just jump right in. So, John Bonet was born on August 6, um, 1990 in Atlanta, Georgia. She was best known for being an American child beauty queen and just an overall very pretty girl. I'm sure if you know who John Bonet is, you've probably seen her picture in the headlines. And I mean, she's just beautiful. Blonde hair, looks- blue eyes. She's gorgeous. so pretty. She looks like a mini reporter doll. Yes. I mean, she literally she, could be a Barbie doll. 100%. She is so pretty. Like, she's prettier than, like, any dolls I've ever had. Oh, my gosh. I know. I was like, cool. When I was a little kid, I looked like a Cabbage Patch kid. But, okay. Cool. <laughs> I was wearing, like, 10 out of 10. a teddy bear sweatshirt or something. Right. I don't know. And she's over here in, like, full showgirl outfits for her pageants. And I'm just like, oh, okay. She cool. looked 30 in her, like, do-up. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You oh, my gosh. Yes. Um... So, okay, John Bonet has a brother named Burke, who is three years older than her. Um, by age six, John Bonet had already won multiple um, pageant titles. Um, let's see. Oh, fun fact. John Bonet was actually named after her father, John Bennett, and her mother, Patricia, also known as Patsy, um, landing her with the name John Bonet Patricia Ramsey. Uh, John Bonet's father is a... I know. I didn't know I didn't know that, but I read if, it and I was if, like, oh. If we had a child, would they be Kellishlin or Ashley? Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> I guess Ashley, if they we wanted to sound somewhat normal. But John Bonet is far from yes. Um John Bonet's far from a normal name. So I think they really hit the nail on the head with that one. Um 
Okay. So John Bonet's father is a multimillionaire businessman, and her mother was also a former beauty queen, um, Miss West Virginia, nineteen seventy-seven. So, okay, Miss Patricia, I see okay. you. Okay, no wonder you made a Cutie beautiful girl. child. I know, right? Um, okay, so let's just jump into it. We all know she dies, but let me give Aww. you a little insight on the day. Okay, on the morning of December twenty-sixth, hmm, day after Christmas. Um, oh, and she had just won a title the day before, right? She was Little Miss Christmas. Correct. You are right. Aww. Um, on December twenty sixth in the morning, nineteen ninety six, Patsy called the police after finding a three page ransom note demanding one hundred eighteen thousand dollars for John Benetti's safe return, and her child was supposedly missing. Um, interestingly enough, though. John Bonet's body was found in the basement of the Ramsey home later that day. Um, John Bonet had a fracture, fracture to her skull, had been sexually assaulted, and had been strangled with a garrote made from Patsy's paintbrushes. Wait, wait, wait. Um, she was sexually assaulted? Yes, she was. Oh, I did not Sorry know Sorry if you that. can hear my dog. But yes, oh, she wait. was sexually assaulted. Hang on. My girlfriend's here. Can I go let her in? Yeah, go ahead. Elevator music. Okay, hi, I'm back. Okay. So, yeah, she was sexually assaulted. And um, for those of y'all listening that don't know what a garrote is, it's basically just a tool used to make strangling easier. It basically gives you a handle to keep twisting tighter and tighter. Um, I really hate that that on, like, a six-year-old. I know. Um, And that was made out of, supposedly, Patsy's paintbrushes. Um, And according to the coroner, uh, John Bonet's cause of death was caused by asphyxia by strangulation associated with craniocerebral trauma and was ultimately ruled a homicide. So, obviously, we are not surprised there. No. Um, you got a broken skull, you were killed. Correct. Okay. And so, all that said and done, the investigation did not go any way, shape, or form as planned. Um, unfortunately, at this point... She was no longer in Georgia. She lives in Boulder, um, Colorado. But um, from that unfortunate- mattress that you stole from oh my the gosh, such a good song back in Boulder. <laughs> um, but yeah, unfortunately, upon arriving at the crime scene, the Boulder Police Department had made some crucial errors that compromised the investigation. <sighs> Typical. Mm-hmm. Um, these mistakes include. I got a little tidbit for you. They allowed John to move John Benet's body from the basement. He picked her um, up, and he, like, do you hear that? My mom is blending something. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, picked up. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> mom. <laughs> well, okay, so they She's let, like, what? They let him go into the house to look for his dead daughter, and then when he found her, they let him pick her up, take her upstairs, lay her down, take the tape off of her mouth, and cover her with a blanket. Correct. Why would they let the dad, A, find his dead daughter or, like, even look for his dead daughter? Girl, you're asking the wrong person. All I know is that they gave him the okay to move the body from the basement. And they also um, did not interview John and Patsy separately during initial questioning. They let them be in the same room together, uh, which is a big no-no. Yeah. So... That kind of effed things up. So during the next four years, there were no major leads established. However, the Ramseys 
became and stayed the main suspects. The public viewed them as guilty after the evidence was brought to light. And I bet you're wondering, girl, what is this evidence? I'll tell There's you. There's so much. So some examples of this evidence is John and Patsy both gave inconsistent stories. The cryptic three-page ransom note was discovered to be written on paper found at their house. Which how dumb. It has their, it's their letterhead. Right. I'll get to it. So, a fiber removed from the duct tape that bound John Bonet's body matched the same fiber on Patsy's clothes. And a bowl of half-eaten pineapple remained on the counter, though Patsy denies ever feeding John Bonet pineapple that night and is unsure as to why John Bonet had pineapple in her stomach, um, yet Patsy's fingerprints were allegedly all over the bowl. So You're forgetting okay. um, the worst part about the pineapple. It was in her stomach? No, it was covered in milk. They ate pineapple with, like, milk poured over it. Oh, I was like, the fact that it wasn't digested yet? <laughs> well, I mean, that's that also bad. Like, she ate pineapple, then she got murdered. But I'm sure we'll get right. to it. But no, that is weird. I think it's weird when people drink milk with normal things. Like, I never understood why schools gave kids, like, milk with spaghetti. Ew. Oh, I drink milk straight out of the bottle with whatever I'm drinking. I, mean, I, I like milk, and don't get me wrong, but I just can't see, like, sitting down with a sandwich and pouring me a glass of milk. Oh, can't I do, do that it. every single day. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, you're weird, but we've already established that. I'm a Wisconsinite. Okay. Listen. Comes out of the sink up To each there. his own. <laughs> to each his own. Okay. So, all that being said, I'm going to give you some of the theories that I have written down. Um, so, let's just get into it. So, the go-to theory is the intruder theory and the belief that an, an intruder broke into the Ramsey home, killed John Bonet, and left. But... There was no sign of forced entry, and that doesn't explain the pineapple, or I also wrote, what intruder is going to search for paper and a pen and write a three-page ransom note? And hide it on their nobody. back staircase. Nobody. Like, nobody got that time. Nobody. No. If you're going to do a job, you're going to kill them, leave. You yeah. don't want to get caught. And wouldn't, like, the kids scream if you're, I don't know. Right. Exactly. It doesn't seem right. Um... Oh, I also said, also, what intruder is going to waste time searching for materials to make a garage to use on a six-year-old girl when they are more than likely able to kill her with their bare hands? I mean, she was six years old. If yeah. it was a burly man, easily could have, you know, strangled her with his hands and called it a day. Yeah, but, uh -huh. yeah, you don't need tools to kill a six-year-old. Exactly. That would just be a waste of time. Um, another theory is that John Bonet, which I found this one interesting. So if you hear me flipping back and forth, it's because I'm going to cover two. Of, I have two, but they go in hand in hand. Okay. Um, okay. So this one is that um, John Bonet was actually in the midst of being abducted for child pornography. What? Um, yes, girl. So Gary Howard Olivia, a former suspect, a former suspect in this case, actually was arrested in June of 2016. After he uploaded several sexually explicit photographs of children to his email account. Um, Ew. and in 2000, 16 years prior, Olivia had also been arrested upon searching, uh, excuse me. He was arrested and upon searching him, a photo of John Bonet was found along with a poem he had written himself called Ode to John Bonet. So there you go. Do you have the that poem? That was a little weird. I do not have the poem, but I can find it, and I'll put it on our Instagram, or at least give y'all a link, because I'm sure it is crazy. I'm sure it's um, wild. 
I don't know. He was on a cover of a magazine not too long ago um, when this surfaced, like this information. But because they were like, oh, we've solved John Bonet's murder. It's, you know, it's this Olivia man. Chill out. No, <laughs> it's not him. Trust and believe, girl. Trust I found and it. believe. Oh, did you find it? Yeah. This is just part okay. of it, is but it? it's on a news okay. article. John Bonet, my love, my life. I love you and I shall forever love you. I pray that you can hear my voice calling out to you from my darkness, this darkness that now separates us. Okay, but see, that doesn't, in my opinion, incriminate him. I mean, it it shows that he's a freak and a creep, but She's I mean, that doesn't show... Oh, okay, yeah, it doesn't mean he killed her, but it means he a freak. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't... It, it sounds more like he's in love with the six-year-old, but he's sad that she's dead. It doesn't sound like, oh, I killed you. Yeah. And now I'm sad. So, I don't know. That one was, eh. But, um, so while I'm still on the child pornography deal, I'm going to go ahead and skip to one I wrote later. Because okay. I found it. And I was like, oh, girl, this is, this is relevant. I'm going to put it in here. So, going back to the theory of child pornography and child sex trafficking, another theory is that John Bonet, um or her murder is a result of, I can't pronounce her name, Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend. Okay. Something Maxwell. I'm going to call her Miss Maxwell, so you'll know who I'm talking about. Okay. Wait, um, I don't know about this. But she is, she is best known as Epstein's girlfriend. Um, and if you don't know who Jeffrey Epstein is, he ran a child sex ring in Hollywood and all that good stuff. Um, Great. There's a documentary on it on Netflix. Um, but apparently this theory is actually backed by a photo taken of John Bonet just a few days before she died. And in the background is actually Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend, Miss Maxwell. Like at one of her pageants? Uh, yes. Okay. It looked, I think it was the day before. It looked like she had just won that Miss Christmas thing. Okay. So I'll send you that picture in a little bit. But I thought that was very interesting. Um, cause like you said, I had never heard of that. So those are the child pornography, um, allegations of what could have happened to her. He was just um, such a pretty little kid. I hate that, like, other people saw that and they're like, oh, let's make this child porn, you know? I know. People are crazy these days. Well, apparently back then, too. Yep. Um, so some police, some people believe that Michael Helgoth, or Helgoth, however you want to pronounce it, Beautiful. a local to Boulder, um, or the Ramsey's hometown at this point, um, he was part of a family who owned a junkyard right on the outskirts of Boulder. Um, and some people believe that he is responsible for the murder. Helgith was seeing, was seen wearing similar shoes to those in the footprint found in the Ramsey's basement. So that was like their first little tiddly bit there. Okay. Um, Helgith former, which this is a little spooky. I'm not gonna lie. But Helgit's former co-workers also claimed he was acting incredibly suspicious around the time of the murder. Um, this co-worker also, this co-worker is like, yes, let me throw this man under the bus because, I mean, this co-worker is popping off. <laughs> he probably They're stole like, the yes, sandwich or something. Like, oh, right, now he's like, in, like, like being in trouble. One. Yeah, you ate my sandwich, exactly. you going to jail. Oh, Right. So, this coworker also said that in late November, Helgith had mentioned that him and a partner were going to make a great deal, and they each will bring in about fifty thousand to sixty thousand dollars each. This coworker goes on to say again, which 
I'm like, okay, Mr. Coworker, first off, how you keeping your friends close and your enemies closer, huh? Okay. <laughs> because he says, um, oh, that the coworker then says that he will never forget walking toward Michael's house and hearing Michael say, I wonder what it would be like to crack a human skull. What? Yes. And then I mean we've all wondered it. Found, we haven't said it. Right. Um, but then if you couldn't have guessed it, Helgith was found dead shortly after John Bonet's murder, and his death was ruled a suicide. Never a suicide. So, what are the odds? It's never a suicide. Ya. That's what I'm saying, girl. Um, okay. So let's get into the theories that are the most realistic. Okay, let's get into it. Um, of course, one theory is that her mother, Patsy, killed John Bonet accidentally out of rage upon the, now I read two stories, so I don't quote me on this, but this is just one of the theories. That Patsy killed John Bonet out of rage upon finding John, her husband, or John Bonet's dad, molesting her, or upon finding John Bonet had wet the bed once again. So I don't think that's something worth killing your six-year-old over. Um, well, one neither is, one of those actually. One is definitely an indicator of the other. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this poor and little this girl. Is thought to, oh my gosh. I know. Um, and this was because. This was leading people to think, oh, the Ramses obviously did it. This is why they have all those weird things, like three-page ransom note to kind of stage it, kidnap, like stage a kidnapping, murder, whatever, just so they could maybe point the finger somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But um, obviously, the one I believe, the one I'm sure Kel believes, mm -hmm. the one I'm pretty sure anyone with a brain believes, um, is that the most popular theory is that her brother, Burke, is actually responsible um, it is believed that Burke threw a blunt object, possibly a flashlight, at John Bonet's head after she grabbed a piece of pineapple out of his bowl. Mm -hmm. um, and this is this actually was not uncommon for Burke. Um, a couple weeks prior, he had actually hit John Bonet with a golf club because she made him mad. So this kind of violence and abuse um, was not unheard of. It wasn't unseen. I mean, a family friend even came out and testified that. They have seen the violence that has emerged out of Burke and towards John Bonet at the time. So, I mean, it's not like this was just, you know, atypical. Well, like a bratty eight-year-old, so, your sister steals some of your snack. You might hit her and, like, not mean to, like, kill her. Just, like, don't eat my pineapple. Right. And then once she's dead, but, then what do you do? Uh, right. So, um, because of this um, theory, it is believed that John and Patsy staged it to appear as a kidnapping slash murder to protect Burke from any type of repercussions or consequences. Um, this would also explain the lack of evidence, um, suggesting someone forced their way in. It would also explain the lengthy, very detailed ransom note, which, I mean, like we said, who's going to find the time to, you know, write all that? Do you have any details Especially about why they demanded the exact amount of money that they did? I do. Okay, good. We gotta get so, to it. So, um, I wrote down that this was especially relevant because the amount of $118,000 did happen to be the exact value of John, John Bonet's father's bonus that year. So, can I just say, they think, I want that. Yeah. That's right. A big Christmas bonus. <laughs> um, Dang. I know. And this can be, um, this was backed up on a lot of pay stubs and whatever. Some people started to theorize that that's why he put it in there. So people would think, oh, maybe it's a coworker that has a vendetta against him, mm. you know, because he got a bigger bonus or whatever. I just thought but, maybe um, he was it an was idiot. It was very odd. 
But that's a reason that <laughs> no, he would no, do no. it. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, why, why, how dumb do you have to be? You're like, show it. Okay, no, that makes a lot more sense on why he did that. So, yeah, that's what people believe his goal was. But, uh, I mean, it's just kind of weird that that just happened to be the exact amount John got that year mm-hmm. as a bonus. So, this also explains the bowl of pineapple that was left out on the um, counter. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Burke had been eating it because he really enjoys pineapple. He even testified to the fact that him and John Vanate loved pineapple. They used to eat that all the time. And apparently, he just, he did not get behind the saying that sharing is caring. So No, nah, sharing is murder. Um, right. Apparently, in that household, it's his. Um, this also explains the matching fibers um, that were found in the duct tape and on Patsy's shirt. And um, I don't remember where I read this, but I talked about it in my informative speech in college. So I remembered it and wrote it down. You're going to have to find um, But this that. also, I know, <laughs> I know I'm going to have to. But um, this also explains why when the police arrived to search the Ramsey home, um, when they, you know, busted into Burke's room, because, you know, they have to tr- check every room mm-hmm. and they, ha- they were shining the light. Burke did not seem startled. He was not shocked. He was not upset or worried. He supposedly looked, followed the command for them to look, and then rolled back in bed. What the heck is wrong with this kid? Like, killed his sister or not? Like, like, there's something up with this child. Right. Like, unbothered to the max. Like, when they brought him down with the family for questioning, I mean, just unbothered. No, No sign of stress in that little boy's mind. So, I mean, envy, that is but why, also gross. Right. That's why, if you have a brain, you probably agree. It points to the brother. It actually points to the whole family, because let's not just blame the brother. They were all a part of it. Hashtag, but, the brother um, did it, the parents hit it. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, my gosh. That was good. <laughs> that was very good. Love that. Um, oh, I have two more off-the-wall theories that are pretty short, so I'm just going to save them for last here. Okay. Um, the first one that was kind of crazy was the headline was Santa did it, which was kind of funny. Um, oh, cause it was on Christmas morning, wasn't it? It was on Christmas morning, but for the past few years, um, someone that had worked closely with the father would dress up as Santa the night before and come to their house Oh, and be Santa for the night just to, you know, get them in the Christmas spirit or whatever. And some people believe that maybe he had something out against the Ramses or whatever, or maybe it was a child pornography or child sex trafficking thing. But that's why they say Santa did it because he was their Santa for the past couple years. Okay. Um, and then obviously the one you mentioned earlier, um, a theory has circulated before and has been debunked. It's but not debunked. It's own. true. The ages don't line up, oh my but, like, ignore that. Last theory is highly unlikely, but some people believe that John Bonet and Katy Perry are the same person due to similarities in the facial area. Um, and before they started comparing John Bonet um, to Katy Perry, the rumor also circulated that John Bonet and Lady Gaga were the same person. <laughs> they both had a turn, didn't they? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the murder of John Bonet Ramsey, my girl. My little cutie queen, she rest in peace, baby. You. I hope you're hope you're living your best life. Um, but when I die, I'm getting that answer. I promise. Okay, but we have to bring up the Burke Doctor Phil episode. Oh my gosh, that's literally what I. Okay, I know this is all over audio, but trust me, y'all. When we say he is a freak, a zoid, I'm telling you, 
this man is not right. So, like, his, I mean, I'm sure Dr. Phil was probably like, what the hell is going on? So, like, his parents, like, kept him out of the limelight, like, for most of it, which is good because, like, you don't want your, you have one child left, you know, like, you want to protect them, which I feel like is what they were doing anyway. Like, if they were hiding it, mm-hmm. they're like, we lost one kid, we can't lose our other kid. Um, but they kept him out of, like, the spotlight and wouldn't let him tell his side of the story, um, which is fair because he was a baby who wasn't there, you know? Um, but then when he was a right. full-grown adult, he went on Dr. Phil, and he, like, was like, I want to answer all these questions. And then he was just sitting there, like, smiling the whole time. Like, he was... Yes, yes. Very weird body behavior, yeah. um, body language. Smiling, smirking, giggling. I mean, as if it was just uh, light-hearted conversation. Like, like he got okay. away with murder. Basically this- right, exactly. He's like, nobody's going to do anything about it now. And I also want to add that if you see him in a picture, even from a young age, he looks cracked. I'm not even going to lie about it. He just does not look right. There's definitely that is something a kid off. In oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm honestly surprised him doing this by if, if it was an accident. I'm sure he did not throw the flashlight thinking it was going to kill John Bonet. But I'm surprised this didn't turn into something else because I'm telling you, he looks cracked out, man. It looks like he would test on animals. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. He's like but he's blonde, isn't I just, he? I think he's brunette. Okay, well, whatever he is, he's like a creepy boy. Yes, yes, he is. Um, I just thought it was weird because, listen, the Burke theory adds up. Trust me, it does. But hear me out. Okay, throws the flashlight, hits John Bonet, cracks her skull. Uh, dead. Okay, we get it. Next, or maybe she's just unconscious. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe she died on the spot. But um. For them to go as far as putting a garrote around their daughter's neck and sexually assaulting her. I didn't know she was sexually assaulted. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. Yes, ma'am, she was. Well, that almost leads me to the the mom theory because, like, she wet the bed. Yeah, but she's six. But also that could be, like, an indicator of sexual assault. So, like, if the dad did sexually assault her and then she wet the bed and the mom was like, you're not going to talk about it. They got in a fight. Like, they pulled her to smell. Like, you know, they kind of, like, got physical. Maybe the mom, like, pulled her arm, knocked her over, busted her head on something. I don't know. Right. I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know. It could have... It, it genuinely... That could have played a part in it. The dad could have been molesting her um, prior to this occurring. And that just was still there. Like, it was maybe that before she went to bed. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Because apparently she had come down while Burke was still up eating a late night snack or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just think that's crazy to wholeheartedly form a garrote and tie it around your kid's neck. I mean, you have time to think about what you're doing. You have time to think about it when you're writing a three-page ransom. Yeah, what was even in there? I mean, talking about the bonus or, you know, $118,000 for her safe return and just random garbage. I mean... And most people, if it's a ransom note, it's give me this money and you'll see them again. Yeah. Point blank, period. Oh, and another creepy like, thing about that is, like, they didn't say anything when the cops were there. Like, before they found the body, they didn't say anything like, hey, we need to get this ransom by 10. Like, I have this money. Like, I have this exact amount of money in the check. Just, like, it's like they already knew she was yeah, dead. Like, they like weren't saying, just give them the money and get our kid back. They were just like... No, yeah, they want ransom. Because obviously, these people were living lavish. I mean, they were pretty well off. I mean, listen, a multimillionaire businessman, 
he had the money. Yeah, and even if not, I'd be like, if someone took my kid and was like, we need this much money, I'm like, I don't have it, but let me get it, you know? Like, I will go borrow it. Right. And pay it off. Like, exactly. I will, like, at least try to find the money to get my kid. Like, I wouldn't just forget about that fact. Right. It just, it's weird, and it's it just is amazing to me that a parent can do that to their child and see them lifeless and be like, oh yeah, let me just make this a bit com- bit more convincing and put something that's going to strangle my daughter, even though her limp body is already dead. Yeah, let's make um, her deader. Right. And they did, I did write this down, but I guess I skipped over it. Um, apparently the ransom note after it was analyzed was found to be written by a woman. So a lot of people believe Patsy was the one that found the pen, the paper, and started jotting all this stuff down. Well, it was so. her letterhead, right? Um, I know it was the family's letterhead. I'm not sure whose letterhead it was, but yeah. That's just wild. Like, And it was neatly placed, so it's not like it was just scattered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, It was on, it was meticulously placed for a reason. Would, would so. an entire family just like sleep through someone like writing a novel in their kitchen after murdering their daughter? Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, parental no. instinct? And even if you... <laughs> Even if you were that confident that you were that quiet, no one is going to stick around that long. I know. Just no one. I know. They would have had so. the note written. Like, if they were going to go kidnap her, they would have had the note written, right? Right. I, that's what I would think. I would feel like you would already have that written out, ready to just drop it and roll. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't right. make sense to me. I'll always think the brother did it. I will always think the brother did it. But I did think the Epstein thing was interesting because it clearly looks like his girlfriend in the background of the picture yeah you'll have to show that is there any chance she would just ye at the child show like did they have like a niece or something i I don't know i mean they weren't married or anything but hold on let me i'm about to send it to you right now so you can see it heck i wouldn't know what she looks like but i'm gonna send you a picture of what she looks like my girlfriend's hanging out with my parents oh sweet love that i don't know i'm nervous (laughs) Could be bad, could be, you know, we'll see. All right. I'm on my phone. Okay. I'm waiting. All right. So this picture is a picture of John Bonet, and on the other side is the woman I'm talking about. So this isn't the photo I'm talking about, but this just shows you what that woman looks like. Okay. Okay. Sent. Here it is. Okay. She's so cute. Not the lady. I know. The little girl. Okay, and then this is the photo, and you have to look off to the... I don't know why I said this was the Christmas thing. She looks like she's out in, like, Germany or something, but anyway. She looks like something out of midsummer. Oh my gosh, she's Dutch. That's a little Dutch outfit. The one right next to her? Yeah. Yeah, I see it. So, I mean, it's far-fetched, but also not far-fetched, because, I mean, if she was, like, this upcoming beauty queen pageant winner, I mean, obviously Epstein was supposedly all for the pretty little ladies. Not or this boys, little. It's oh, just girl. I don't know. It's just so sad because like she's adorable. Like, and no matter what happens, she was having a hard life. Like, even if she hadn't been murdered, all these things going on. I know exactly. So I don't know, but ten out of ten, the brother did it. No ifs, ands, or buts. I mean, the sooner people accept that, the sooner we can move forward. I know. Um, I just wish they would do something about it. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, we solved... R.I.P. John Bonet. We solved two murders today. Two murderers. Show did. We solved... Yeah. What they got on us and nothing. Yeah, well... Thank you, USC, for my psychology degree. Yeah. Solving murders, getting in people's heads. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. See, watching Hours of Criminal Minds paid off. Forensic files. 
Oh my gosh, that's a good one too. I need to watch the new season of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Yes, oh, I listen to that podcast. I listen to, oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I need to get with it. I need to watch the new se- uh, season. So I love true crime, but, yeah. but I, I wish we could do more true crime. But I feel like if we just covered true crime, we'd like inch our way onto like every other podcast in the world. So I think like this is like a perfect right. mix of like unsolved true crime. I love that though. I think the unsolved ones are the ones people want to hear. I know. So I think if we throw them in at random points, kind of like this one, we definitely were. Not that y'all knew this, but when we were kind of writing out ideas for the future episodes, we were like, what is something? And I was like, we should do like John Bonet and Jack the Ripper or like some unsolved craziness. Um, so I think that's good. This is, this podcast isn't strictly something that's here nor there. We are not strictly aliens. We are not strictly supernatural. We're all inclusive. We are all kinds of stuff. Yes, we all are. Welcome. We are an ally to all. Aliens yes. and all. Aliens and all. We love everyone. Well, except big little wee wee yeah, energy big men. Big little wee wee energy men can and, uh not con- cannot come on our right. emails. But everyone else can. Yes, please and thank you. Um or if you're like sexist or racist or all the bad ists, you know. Yeah, please don't please don't, don't bother. Unless you're an artist. Um but yeah, true. Or a good cellist. One. Good one, good one. Oh man, I wish I could play the cello. It's cool. Ever since I saw the movie, um, If I Stay. I haven't seen it. Girl. <gasps> so is good. It? So good. Okay. If you're a good is, yes, then go like us. If you're a bad is, yes, go. please. Go yeah. away. <laughs> but yeah. Um, we hope you enjoyed this little, um, super special episode. I don't want to say special, but we probably will cover another unsolved mystery murder or oh, whatever. For sure. in the we future, have one plan for episode 11. That's, that's a unsolved situation. Unsolved mystery. That's what we can yeah. call it. Um, so it'll be well, good. Mine's a murder. So stay tuned well, for episode 11. I guess mine could, Yours could be. be. You got to stay tuned to find out what it, it is. Exactly. Y'all will have to actually tune in for episode 11. Um, so now you have to be a fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to follow us, obviously. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, you can find, I will upload the John Bonet pictures. Um, Kel, are you going to upload anything to our Instagram? Yeah, I'll find something. I don't know. There's no pictures from okay, back cool. then. She'll find something. Oh, I'll find a picture of the, oh, uh, my the prettiest woman in Austin. I'll put a picture of that on there so you can all... Perfect. Swoon. Perfect. Okay, so you can find all of that good stuff um, at Get Outer Here on Instagram. Or you can write us um, at our email at getouterhere at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and we take... Uh, what do we take? Experiences, comments, critiques, and feedback. Your theories on what happened? Yes. Oh my gosh. Leave your theories. Also, because I know y'all are listening and you have to be right now. Someone, for the love of Jesus Christ, give a theory of what you think the ninja is. Me and Kel are so I know. I literally can't figure it out. And like, I don't know. I've like gone up and started asking people and everyone's like, I don't know. What is it? I'm like, exactly. I don't know. So, please, 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 also, please. I'm begging you. I just need someone. I know. We're also really, really trying to do a listener's episode. So, write in with your stories. And there's a super good chance that, you know, we'll read yours because we don't have any yet. <laughs> yeah, there's not a super good. It's a 100% we guarantee. Read it. We promise. <laughs> we will shout you out. We will shout out your socials. Like, come on. You know you want the clout. Yeah. Come on. Oh, my gosh. So, yes, you can reach us both those places. Um, Maybe eventually we'll expand onto other platforms. Maybe Twitter. We'll see. We're not that interesting yet. We got to get a bigger. We got to get more stuff worth posting because right now I feel like we are at a good, good pace. I Um, don't know how to use Twitter. But, yeah. Well, lucky (laughs) for you, I do. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, uh, we are so happy y'all have stayed along to episode six. And again, we are super sorry that we kind of slacked this past week, but this one's on schedule and you can guarantee the next one mm-hmm. will be on schedule. Well, guarantee is a strong um, word. <laughs> that's true. I literally said it and I was like, maybe I shouldn't you say can guarantee. Expect, but um, um, keep your expectations it, you can expect, medium. Um, yes. There's like a 70% yeah. chance that it will be regularly scheduled on time. Yes. All right, Correct. I'm gonna go make sure my parents um, aren't yeah. messing with my girlfriend out there. Perfect. <laughs> um, and go enjoy the bathroom. Oh my gosh, yeah. All right, you guys, you're free to get out of here. Bye. Bye.